Blog Talk Radio. Hello, guys and dolls. Thank you so much for tuning into this show. Thank you guys so much for tuning into Yvonne Latrell's podcast. I am the host, Yvonne Latrell. Here with me is my co-host, Fax. What's up? Oh, okay. What's yeah, up, just... Yvonne? I'm good. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, you're coming in good. How about me? Yeah, you're always coming in good, but, you know, I'm trying out. Let's <laughs> go. Yeah. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah. Um, yes, 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 yes. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, I, I hope they can hear me. So, um, oh, yeah, I don't see SE on here. What's he doing? He's, he's pumping iron or something, right? I just got off the phone with him. I just got off the phone with him. I had just got here. I was running late. I had went somewhere with um, one of my friends, and I made it back just in time. And then I, I had left my other phone here, so I had seen I had a few phone calls, and SC was one of them. And then I called him before the show. But, yeah, he was uh, at the gym, so I'm not sure what's going on with him. I Oh, hold on. There he go right there. Yeah, there he is. Hi, SC. Hey, young lady. How are you? I'm good. I'm an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's, it's, um, I'm still at the gym, and okay. there's mad cops out here, and one of the cops was just over here talking to me. So that's what took me a minute to call in. Okay. I don't know what's going on, but when I came out here, it was mad cops in the parking lot. So, oh, wow. But I'm good. How are you guys doing? Great. Thanks for asking. Hey, I'm, yeah, doing good, man. It's because, you know, you're you're hitting the gym so hard. They see those guns. Somebody said you're strapped in the gym. They called the police on you. I think that's that's got to be what happened, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's crazy out here right now, though. A bunch of them. I'm, still, I'm outside, you know. But so, are you at jujitsu or are you into lift weights? Lift weights. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I got to get my my work on, my workout. You know. So oh yeah. I get it back. You know, summer right around the corner. You know, got to get that that um summer body together. <laughs> Exactly. Trying to get into my dad bod, you know? I'm in my I'm still in my winter bod trying to get to the dad bod. I don't think I'll ever be like ripped again nor would I want to. You know, it's like the easiest thing the the, th- the best thing about being like kind of chunky is that it's like effortless, you know? It really is. You can just eat and drink whatever the fuck you want to. And you can do it while laying down. It requires zero to no effort. It's, it's really my kind of thing. So yeah. I applaud you for being out there at the gym, dude. Trying to get it together, man. Trying to move around everything, you know. So, but how's everybody's day been? Yeah, Vaughn, what's it's going been on? Good. Oh yeah, um, yeah, mine has been good. Um, yep. Facts. What about yours? It's been pretty good. I went. Uh, I went to the movies today. I actually oh, got up and went. And, yeah. Tr- <laughs> No, I didn't see Creed. God damn. <laughs> I didn't see Creed. Yeah, what we, need did to get you? See? we need to like get a uh, we need to get like a psychologist on the show for you or something. I know how me and me and Esky will duck out and leave y'all two oh on air session and I'm just messing with you. I really need I saw a movie. Facts. No, you don't. You're good. Don't worry about it. I'm just picking on you. But no, I saw a movie called Nefarious and I guess it's some newer movie. It's like these, you know, it's um, obviously it's in the theaters, right? It's not going to be some old-ass movie. But it's about this prisoner who is on death row, and there's a psychologist or some sort of psychiatrist that comes in, and, and their job is to, like, interview the, the inmate to see if, like, they're mentally sane or not. If they're insane, then they can't be executed. So mm-hmm. they thought that. Is like faking this uh, insanity, 
trying to get out of the electric chair, whatever the case is. But uh, it turns out the whole time, I mean, and this isn't a spoiler, this is what the movie's about, but it turns out the whole time that the, the guy's possessed. And um, so he wasn't faking it. And it, the whole the whole thing is, it's actually really cool. A lot of the movie is basically a conversation between the um, the the psychologist, the doctor, whatever, and the prisoner sitting like in this room. And uh, it's it's actually, it's a pretty cool movie. It's like an hour and a half. It's kind of short, but I think you guys would, would really like it. So that's what I did. I ate some oh. popcorn. I drank a, drank a orange Fanta. You know, I don't drink too mm-hmm. much of that. They didn't have Sunkist. But, um, you know, I drink a few sodas a year, you know what I'm saying? So today was a day. That's how I treat myself around here. Okay. Um, that sounds interesting. Yeah, I will probably check that out. I'm I'm probably gonna go to the movies, uh, maybe Sunday to see George Foreman or whatever. But now this is the thing 'cause I was asked uh to go to the movie. So guys, do not laugh at me. So the George Foreman grill, I just thought <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. But I thought that it was just called the George Foreman Grill. I didn't know it was a boxer named George Foreman until today. Come on. I I promise you. I didn't know until today. I didn't know until until today when I was asked to go to the movies this weekend to see it. And my friend was like, "Uh, you know, George Foreman. I'm like, what, the the grill? (laughs) And then he was like, no, he was like, um, he said, he said, yeah, the grill. But he was like, he was a, a boxer. I said, wait, so the grill is. Uh, is named after a boxer so yeah basically he gave me the same reaction as you facts and I was like well hey it's not like it's Creed like how am I supposed to know that it's a boxer named uh, George Foreman but I do know of um, Mike Tyson so um, yeah he doesn't know about Mike Tyson Come right. on, I mean, I guess we'll give you a... Wait, 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 so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wait, but no, but no, but see, this is what I'm saying. Like, Mike Tyson, he's a, a well-known boxer, and then that guy, Holyfield. But, like, these other people, I didn't know. So, yeah, I'm going to go check that out over the weekend. And then maybe mm-hmm. next weekend. Yeah, then maybe next weekend I'll probably see... Uh, the movie that you're talking about, Facts. Uh, so now, the one that you've seen today, did that one just come out? Did it come out like this, um, like last weekend or the weekend before last, or you don't know? I have no idea. I know it's like within the last couple of weeks it just came out. It's only in theaters, okay. and it's not like in – I don't think it's like in all major theaters, so you might have to look for it, but um, I'll send you a link for it later tonight okay. after the show. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you can like check out George Foreman and then, you know, sneak into the uh, to nefarious if they're playing back to back. You know, you can just like walk out of one theater into the next when you know what I'm saying. I never that did that. I always, I always wanted to do that when I was younger, but I never did that. It'd be a rush, like as you're older. When you're younger, it doesn't matter. I think you know you don't really understand consequences, but as you get older, you're like, holy shit. <laughs> right. But. I'm gonna tell you, but she's a good of, girl. She probably ain't never do that her day in her life. Yeah, I'm not a good. I'm not a good girl. I'm a. I'm a bad girl, and I, I wanted. I also wanted to have sex in a theater before, but I never did. But I wanted to, so I live on an edge, guys. Whoever's taking you to the movies, whoever's, whoever's taking her to the movies this weekend is in luck, right? Uh-uh, you know, no way. No, I'm not going to try. <laughs> He's going to be listening to the show. <laughs> oh, shit. We're going to be listening to the show. But mm-hmm. in other news. In other news. <laughs> um, I know everybody's been seeing the whole situation with that DoorDash driver, you know, going to make his final delivery and the guy snatch him in his house or however he got him in his house to kill him, you know. No, SB, uh, I didn't hear about that. Are you serious? Yeah, where at? 
Yeah. Um, was it Florida, I think? Or te- I, I can't remember. Fact, um, do you remember Florida. where it was at? Yeah, I think it was in uh, Florida, I believe. I think it was some sort of MS-13 member out of, I think, Hollywood, Florida. Um, yeah, or like former MS-13 victim or Wait, something. Wait, when did this or happen? Member, I should say. What, like a few days ago, I think? Uh, was it uh, April 25th? Yeah, it happened a few days ago. Dang, yeah. Yep. Okay, I'm going to have to. Any was I was going to say I'm going to Google it, but do y'all have the link or something? I can't believe I didn't hear that. Uh, I'm so excited to you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Se, continue. Um, tell me. Um, what what happened? Well, you know, apparently he was um, him and his wife was texting each other, and he told her that he was going to make his last delivery, and the delivery that he made wasn't all that far from where he actually lived. Mm-hmm. And um, they said that he had just disappeared, and um, the wife had called the cops like the next day or whatever. They pinged his phone and found it, and they said they went to the house, and the roommate allowed him to um, the the roommate allowed them to look through the trash or whatever because they said that they seen them taking out trash bags and stuff. So when they looked through the trash bags, they found parts of him in it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so it's just, you know, it's just getting crazy and crazy out there, you know. Then you had the Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Then we had the other situation. I know that was a while ago with the little boy that the um, the mother's boyfriend fed him to the alligator and killed her. Yeah. You know, and I think that was out there where you at, too, you know. But um, oh my God. You know, this world is just getting crazy and crazier. You just got to be aware of the people that you're around, you know, because you never know what's going on in somebody's head. Definitely watch your surroundings, you can, definitely. You know, you just think about this. Just think about how many times you're in your whole entire life that you possibly walk past possibly a serial killer or murderer, a rapist, or anything, and just not know that that person was capable of doing that or they did that, you know? Right. It's just like I I always pay attention to everybody that's around me, you know, because you never know. Yes, 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 yes. You never know. I used to be good for not sitting by doors, not having my back to a door, not allowing people to walk up behind me, you know, and all these kids now, they're doing all these um these pranks in the supermarkets and everything. And granted, you know, you'll catch a quick <laughs> laugh or something, but at the end of the day, some of that stuff can get serious. You know? Some of that stuff can get oh really my God. serious. I know. I'm just laughing about some you of know. the videos that i actually seen since you, yeah, since you mentioned that. Oh, my God. You know. So That's people don't crazy. know what's real, what's fake anymore. You know, one thing, you, you'll see something on the news, you come to find out it was fake. Then you'd be like, "Come on, you don't, you can't even distinguish what's real and what's fake anymore." You know, yeah. so now you gotta fact check everything before you even spread the news. You know, this is becoming yeah, like a the fucking COVID vaccine. Oh man, <laughs> completely pointless, right? Exactly. That's all bullshit. Exactly. Yeah, just use your brain. But we went over this like everybody last week. Told everybody yeah. agreed. Yeah. They stole everybody that just... dream. Yeah, dude. They sure did. And now they're telling everybody, oh, it didn't matter, you know. And then they like, you know, I, I told everybody, you should have known something was up when when the, the everybody else, certain people was exempt from taking it. When they said that everybody had to take it if you wanted to keep your job, if you wanted to do this, you know, and they was forcing people to take the shot and everything, and then other people was exempt from it. Then you ask them why you didn't take it. Oh, I don't think it's necessary, you know. But then they'll they'll demonize you for not taking the shot. They'll be like, you're putting right. everybody at risk. You know, if you don't get the shot, I'm like, oh, hold up. Then you get the shot? Yeah, so you should be good. You shouldn't worry about what's going to happen to me. You should be um cool when it comes to me, you know. And then yeah. some people don't understand that some people have reasons on why they couldn't. Take the shot, 
you know. I just never seen nothing that was promoted as much as this shot was in the history of anything, you know. And the government don't give a damn about us because then they, they would give us free health care if that's the case. But all of a sudden they want to give us a free shot because they're worried about everybody's well-being. Nah, y'all can keep that shot, you know. And I'm not, And I'm not saying that. Some people had to take it. Some people had to take it for personal reasons. Some people had to take it because of family members. Some people had to take it because of their job. And, and I don't fault them if they had to take it for whatever reason. You understand what I'm saying? It was just my choice. And that's what we get out of. Everybody forgets that everybody has a choice. And, and if you're not doing something that the majority think you should do, they'll make you the bad guy. Yeah, I t- I took it, but if I had to do it again, I definitely wouldn't because I feel like it was a waste of time. I got the two vaccines and a and the booster shot, and I had I got COVID before the vaccine, and then I got COVID after the vaccine, and then when I got it the second time, it was worse with the vaccine. The first time it was mild. The the second time it's not that it was it was like really bad but it was like a terrible cold the the first time only thing is i couldn't taste anything and i couldn't smell anything but the second time it was like a terrible cold and so like the shot yeah it was worthless yeah when i had it i i couldn't um i got covid i couldn't um taste or um smell Uh, right i think that was it you know but I did a little um, home remedies and got everything back. Within, like, maybe 24, 48 hours, I don't remember it being gone long. You yeah. Know? But it's crazy that you couldn't taste anything, but you could tell if something was sweet or if something was salty. That was yeah. a crazy thing, you know. You lost all your taste buds, but you could still distinguish if something was sweet. Because it was a couple of days or maybe a few weeks or whatever, I couldn't drink like orange juice or apple juice because it was just too sweet for me. Wow. Yeah, so I think there's a lot of ill effects to it that some of us have left over from it, you know. And only time will tell. You know, they'll have a commercial. If you took the COVID vaccine in 2019, (laughs) you're a part of a lawsuit. Let me know. You know, I'm just waiting for that commercial to just jump off. You know, and it will. <laughs> eventually it will. You know, everything else they gave us and told us, hey, if you took this, this shot during this time, you might, you know, be eligible for this lawsuit. Right. So. Yeah, so. I don't know, man. Life is just crazy right now. Really you know, we're living is. in a weird, bizarre time. You know, like we're we, like we're being, like we're on a, a computer screen and somebody's watching us. You know, and I said, "What what would happen if we press this button? Or what if what would happen if we did this? You know, mm-hmm. like we're a science project." Yeah, I think we're just so easily manipulated. And speaking of which, Yvonne, did you get to see? Did you watch the uh, Truman Show? Yes, I did. What did you think about that? Uh, I thought it was good. Well, thank you for elaborating. <laughs> it's like talking you know, to my kids, man. Hey, how was your day? Good. Um, what did you do? Well, Nothing. Well, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Facts. I just love you. Um Let's see. I, okay, but you know, when I did watch it, I was wondering if that's if that was the start of the reality TV. I was wondering, did they get reality TV from from there? Um, but yeah, it was good. Did they I get reality TV are, from? You yeah, you know, like how, no, no, you see, you know how they have like um, all these reality TV shows. I was wondering if it started <laughs> from the Truman Show. No, but it started crazy. way before. No, reality TV didn't yeah. start before the Truman Show. Came out in like two thousand. Oh yeah, no, it it the Truman Show I think came out in like two thousand four. Two thousand was it? No, have you ever um, heard of Road Rules? It... The Real World, all that shit, MTV. Yeah. 
You remember oh, all those shows? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, right. But no, I thought it said that, might that be it some came of the out first. in, in, in 1998, I thought. Well, maybe, I don't know. I thought it said 98 for the Truman Show. But yeah, I used to definitely watch uh, The Real World. I forgot about World Rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we I don't think she watched the movie. Yet. Talk no, about I did. real world. Talk about real world. Let's uh, boy Derry Springer's gone. You know, yeah. right? He started yeah. that. He now he see like he started um, what's that uh, too hot for TV? <laughs> With all of the, the oh most, yeah, um, the bogus titles and the, the actors and you know. It, it was it was the show was funny, you know, because all of that stuff was unrealistic, you know. But I remember when it first came out, everybody was running to their TV sets to watch Jerry Springer. Yes. But you know, Jerry Jerry's gone. You know, Jerry is gone. You know, I don't. Yeah. I haven't seen another show since it. Well, well, you know the um. The reality TV shows now, they, they seem like a spinoff of Jerry Springer. Um, well, I used to like to watch Jerry and um, Mari Provich uh, for the DNA test. Yeah. Yeah, that was that. That was my show, boy. All the time. Oh, I'm a thousand percent sure. Look at the eyes. Look at the nose. You are not the father. You are not the father. You are not the father. And that was just too many times. That's too many um, guys coming on there, and this still not the baby daddy. That's that's yeah. that's, well, that's that too much. You. That's too much nothing um, in one pussy. From too many dicks. That's too much. Well, you know, listen, I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm a, I'm gonna keep my comments to myself. Why? It's always mama. It's always mama's baby, papa's maybe. You know, oh, yeah. that's a true ass statement. You know, so yeah. You you just never know, especially with some of these women. You know, you be like, damn. You know, you thought she was a good girl, and you find out she wasn't. Yeah, come on now, five, six, seven, eight um, different people on there, and nobody's the daddy? (laughs) Now, you want to hear something real funny? I want to hear something real funny. Do y'all remember the Tempest Blackham show? The the girl from the Cosby show? um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I don't know if they played it down there, but they, they played it in New York. I was on that show. I was on no. the panel. I was on that show. I was on Richard Bay. And um, what was the other one? Oh, man. Essie, you need it to send me the link. <laughs> oh, no, I don't I don't even. I was also on um, oh my Lizard Licks. <laughs> I never heard of that. Lizard Licks is a, it's a towing, it's towing a, show. All of these shows. Huh? Lizard Lick Towing, that that show out there. Lizard Lick Towing, that show yeah. in North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, you were on that yeah. show? Yeah, I was on it. No kidding. <laughs> we what did you do the on there? Part of it. Huh? I didn't hear you. What did you do on the show? No, keep going. Yeah, you're good. No, go ahead. Oh, uh, you know, all of them shows are bogus. All of them. Every last one of them. They gave us they gave us our part. So this is what we were going to do. So they set me up in this fake house. Um, they're supposed to be towing my car. They take the car, they tow it. I come outside, I get to it with the guys. So they had to do a voiceover because they said, yo, make the fight look real, you know, or whatever. So as they're coming at me, you know, I'm, I'm sidestepping them, I'm tossing them, I'm throwing them and everything. So one of the, um, hold on, guys. So one of the, um, the producers was like, you're supposed to lose. And you can hear him say it. So what they did was they said, yo, we got to do a voiceover. So they came back late, maybe a, a month or, or a couple of weeks later. But I know it took us about two months to shoot one scene, a month or two, because the girl that was on the show, she was pregnant. She had the baby. 
Then they had to come, you know, bring me back, but they had to make it look like it was the next day. I had hair, a little hair, but and mm-hmm. the day before that, I was bald-headed. <laughs> People really are not going to pay attention to that whole situation, you know. But, yeah, right, I was on right. that. Um, so, yeah, them shows are fake, man. Them shows are, are, are um, scripted. Wait, you know. So, so you trying to say that you were scripted? Yeah, they told us what to say, what to do. Oh my gosh, no! You ain't never yeah. telling me that. Essie. You gotta send me. Yeah. You gotta send me the link. Oh man, I don't even know if they even got any links to any of them shows up anymore. They should. I'm about and to the crazy jump. thing is, if you and I never noticed it until <laughs> I did the show and I actually know how they do it. So when you do the show and you're on the panel or whatever, <laughs> what they do is. Sometimes oh the audience, there's not a big audience. So what they mm-hmm. do is they use everybody that's on the panel, put them in the audience, and when the camera swings around, during commercial break, they have everybody move to the other side. So it looks like it's a, it's a crowded room, and a lot of times it's not. You know, and then that's when they started giving people the tickets to have them stick around, feeding people and everything. You know, you be in the green room in the back, and, you know, all them shows is fake, man. Wait, wait, but wait, why was you on there? What was the topic? I oh, you okay. Up. <laughs> All right, so Tempest blessed them. She had us on the show. We were, um, you know, my group, you know, I used to be a male dancer. Me and my group was up there or whatever. And um, mm-hmm. that's how I met my ex. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> but um, right, because we got to let our guests in in a minute. Oh, okay, so they had you know they had us up there. A girl's mother had a crush on a dance or whatever, and we were supposed to figure out who was who it was. And she was supposed to go out on a blind date and all of this. So you give them a fake um, story of oh how the date went and everything. You know they pay you, they give you a little bit of money, but it ain't much. You know, it's all right. That's what we want you to say, how the date went. So, you know, so them shows be oh, fake. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But I think, you know what, I can think, I, I can find that one on Lizard Lick, because Lizard Lick is on um YouTube. If I find okay. it, I'll send it to y'all. Yes, send I'll it. I'll definitely send it to y'all. Yes, send know. it so me facts can laugh. <laughs> yeah, do you, do you remember what episode you were on? Do you know what season no, or episode no, it was? No, 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 no. And what happened was, I was working at um, Capital Cabaret down here as one of the um, the doormen. It's a strip club down here called Capital Cabaret, and I was working at the door. And the producers had came in because they had just did a show with one of the dancers, and they asked the man, "They said, who's the big guy at the door?" So they was like, "Oh, that's such and such," you know. So they come up to me and say, hey, listen, would you want to be on Lizard Lick? I said, what the hell is Lizard Lick? So he says, the towing company, you know. He said, we'll pay you. You know, I said, yeah, sure, why not? You know, so then they told me how to, you know, I, I rode out there. They put me up in this fake house. And then they was like, all right, we're going to try to film it tomorrow. Then they, they postponed it. Then the girl, the uh, the wife on the show, she had her baby. So we postponed it again. And then something else happened. And it, it was the next episode was um i was supposed to be going into the shop trying to get my car back you know so i got to the little fight in their little lobby or whatever but then they had to come back and do a voiceover because they had they you could hear the guy tell me he's like you're supposed to lose oh they said, my god I said, yeah they told me to fight so i'm fighting oh my god <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. So our guest is on. I'm getting ready to let him in. Essie, is that your phone? No. Oh well, that's better now. Uh, Fax, did you hear that? No, I did not. You don't hear that? That's her brain. That's her brain. It's her brain. Yeah. I can't tell. Okay. So, okay. So, anyways, we have a guest. Um, his name is Eric G of Random Thoughts. Uh, he has his own podcast, and um, I'm letting him in right now. 
Uh, Eric G., can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear y'all good. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi, welcome. Yes. yes. Cool. cool, cool. Appreciate it. Thank y'all for having me on. Of course. Anytime. Oh, yeah. No problem, man. Thank you for coming hey, thanks on, for coming man. on, man. Hey, y'all, hold on. First thing, so first, I got a shout-out to the, to the – but hold on. Before I get started with my day, I got a shout-out to the celebrity on, online because you said Lizard Lake. I'm from North Carolina. <laughs> We, we oh, love yeah, yeah. oh, you in North Carolina? Yeah, I'm in North Carolina. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in... Uh, oh, yeah, man. Y'all... What's that? I, I think that's Wendell. I think the Yeah, Wendell, North Wendell, Carolina. Like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... Oh, yeah, yeah. You're a local celebrity now. <laughs> oh, You're a local nah, hero. Nah, nah, nah. I remember my friends calling me and talking about, yo, I see you on this link. Was that real? I was like, man, no, that wasn't real. They said, we didn't think so. Man, <laughs> man hold on. We, here's the thing about Lizalik. We knew Lizalik was fake from the jump. But we were like, you know what? It's Lizalik. We're we going to ride with this. We, we got North Carolina on the map. The two things that we celebrate is Petey Pablo and Lizalik. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> I'm good, man. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm alive. I can't complain. Yeah. That's right. All right. All right. So we're going to, you know, get into our questions. So tell us a little about your podcast, man. Hey, y'all, uh, my uh, my podcast is Random Thoughts with Eric G. Um, it's, it's on every uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, depending on my work schedule. <laughs> but, um... It's on every Tuesdays and Thursdays, and basically it's just it's just like that. It's random. Like my episodes has never been a uh, a set schedule uh, episode. Um, we have, one week I could be talking about uh, relationships. The next week I'll be talking about uh, religion. The next week, the next I could be talking about OnlyFans. It, it goes everywhere. And um, this season is my fourth season, and has been one of my okay. best seasons. I've had so many so many great guests to come through. So many wonderful talk, wonderful conversations. And, yo, we talk about everything. We don't hold back. It's whatever comes off of my mind. It, it, it really it, it really is a great show, man. And um, it started off as just a uh, just a, a thing I was doing on Facebook. I was uh, just posting my random thoughts on Facebook. Like, it could be random thought number 10. I got, I got gas this morning. So it went from... It went from there to, like, me doing videos on TikTok, just me driving in my car, and I was just doing random thoughts, whatever popped in my head. Mm-hmm. I just talk about it. Right. Then I'm like, I'm going to turn this into a show during COVID. And um, mm-hmm. I turned it into a show, and it's been really, really good. Really good. Okay. Okay. What's uh, uh, what's a memorable guest you've had on your show so far? Oh, memorable. Oh, man. I've been doing a lot of panel shows this season. Um, Everybody's been great. Um, the only the OnlyFans show was really good. Um, what I did was I interviewed three OnlyFans um, uh, dope content creators. And mm-hmm. and I told everybody, like, everybody everybody initially would think, oh, it's going to be about sex and all that, which it was. It was mostly about sex. <laughs> but they was talking about, like, the ups and downs of being a stripper, or ups and downs of being a sex worker. Um, one young lady had told me that she had, uh, at one point in time, she was uh, betrayed by one of her best friends, and she was she was left for dead on the side of the road. And but she just got back up and had to she just, had to just when she woke up from from being almost dead, she woke up and got in her car and drove to her next town. Um, it it was some we had some great things. That was one of my favorite. Okay, okay, yeah, that um that point industry is. Is wow, you know we right, we had a right. um we had a producer on the other night, you know, and um he was telling us a wild story that happened to him on set, you know. So yeah, that, that's that's what to be definitely crazy, you know. But yes. what do you um what is your goal for your 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 um your podcast? Do you have any set goals or are you just going with the flow? Okay. Um, I, I originally I originally started going with the flow, but my set goals is I want to interview like 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 not just not celebrities. Really. I really want, I really want to interview uh, politicians. I want to get a chance mm. to um just just 
get, I, I want to get in people's heads. I want to have conversations that's not been had, or conversations that we do have mm. behind the scenes, but we're afraid to tell people out loud. I want those conversations. Mm. So my goal is to interview people in higher power and, and get them to, have, to be relaxed enough for us to have these real conversations. Yeah, we talked about yeah, that's my goal. Politicians and some of the stuff, you know, clean out their own house, you know, and expecting us to do certain things so they need to do something, you know, to understand yeah. that, you know. Um, with, with the way the world is what do you think? What is your personal opinion and what are your thoughts on where the where the podcast is going to go from here? Because it seems like... Um, it seems like everything is AI now. Do you feel like that's what's going to happen with the podcast as well? I mean, yes and no. I mean, I feel like some like some components of it will be AI, but I do think that it's, the podcast is just it's the way of the world. Though. It's the way to get everybody out. Everybody, we, we live in at a time now where everybody's opinions matter. And I feel mm-hmm. that your podcasting is with everybody to share their opinions and their voice. So you can't cancel you can't cancel the people's voice. So it's gonna always be there. I think what it is now that it's opened up so much now that everybody is jumping in. And mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 kinda of a hard lane because you're trying to find out where you landing in this little this little jungle. But like I said, like I said, I don't think that podcasting what people talking is gonna ever stop. AI is like the AI the AI stuff is kind of fun, but it's not going it's not going to take the place of people's actual voice. So that's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. So if if I was a politician, right? Okay. What what would be one of your questions that you would want to ask or talk about that you feel like hasn't been addressed? Got you. How many prostitutes have you slept with in the last year? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a question I'm going to ask. Well, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> just know you're not going to get an answer. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good question. That's a good question. They're going to ask everything. I mean, politicians has have a way of having everything scripted, and they know exactly what they're going to say. I want to ask you a question, like, like, like Donald Trump is going to jail now for sleeping with a, a porn star. How many porn stars has you slept with? Like, right. I want to know. And, and was they good? Was they better than? Is they better in person or on, on TV? Because I want to know that too. <laughs> All right. So my next question is: If you so, okay, since we, we let's talk politics, okay. Let's do this. If you had an opportunity to change something, that if you spoke to this politician and you say, hey, listen, I want to make a change in this, what would that change be? What would what would you decide? What, what, well, what would you thing. say, yo, listen. Okay. Go ahead. No, no, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just wanted to know, what would you talk to him about as far as if if you had the opportunity to say, hey, listen, I want to change this, or I feel we should address this more, what would it be? Um, the racial division we have in this country um, has always been my biggest, my biggest, uh, like, confusion, my biggest, like, like I, I'm, always, I'm always standing behind it because I'm a black man living in America. I'm a black man from mm-hmm. the South living in America. I got two, I got two sons. What is your stance on the racial division in America, and how can we bring us closer together instead of further further separating us? Like, what 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 can we do to move to the move to the future of us being more united? Because it got to a really dark place in America where I think I kind of thank God for COVID because COVID kind of shed a light on it, a brighter light on it than what it was prior to. Um, but I, I want to, if I ever get a chance to want to talk to a politician or anybody, like, I, that's my biggest stance. Like, what are we, we going to do about the police brutality? What are we going to do about, um, hell, we, we had a place of going back to segregation. That's the crazy thing. 
we almost are going back to segregation, and, and it's really weird that people don't see that. Um, how can we be more united? Other than being like Nick Cannon having 27 kids by different women. How can we all be more united as a race? That's, that's going to be my biggest thing to talk about. Right. Okay, okay. Well, you know, um, I don't, I, okay, so I have, a, I have a funny stance on certain things, you know, only because I feel that, you know, uh, people are caught in a bad situation. That doesn't make them bad, a bad person. Like everybody, we've all had bad days. And it just seems like True. certain things. I, and my biggest thing is I, w- I would, you know, I'm, I, would, I would talk to them about possibly changing the news. If the news lie about something, they cancel. You understand what I'm saying? We're in a cancel culture. Right. Do you think that that's, right. that, would you think that that would be something that would be something that should be addressed? Like all the fake news that we hear about. Do you think that that should be something uh, that would be addressed? Or... Yes. Yes, I know, man. I do think that, yeah, we need a, okay. I think I, the news is what, what fuels the fire. Um, but it's crazy is the news is basically speaking, it's like podcast. The news is speaking what people want to hear. So there are going to be people out there who's still going to report on whatever they feel it is, they is to get the attention of the people. You know what I'm saying? The news is nothing new. So it, it's called yellow journalism. It's been around for years. I mean, so I, that is a great, that's a great topic, man. Like, yo, like how can we change the actual news? Because, the news is just pushing out what's going on, but they do it in a high in a heightened stance. So yeah, that, that's good. I, I, I understand that. I agree with that. Okay, I just I just feel like certain things, you know. Um, what do you think about certain laws? Like, okay, North Carolina has the new law. You don't need a um, a permit anymore to get a gun. You just walk into a gun shop. Mm. And purchase a gun. What is your What are your ideas on that? I mean, look, uh, I live in one of the dangerous cities in North Carolina. Um, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm born and raised in a, in a small city called Henderson, North Carolina. Henderson. I got. I speak. I speak like I'm, I'm from the south, so all my words is mixed together. Sorry. So I speak for the. I live in this little small city called Henderson, North Carolina, which I tell everybody is it's way better than what it looks. Um, we are known as it was at one point in time we was known as the second highest crime rated city in the state of North Carolina, and we were one third the size of the first of the first crime, highest crime city. Um, I think that that to me guns has already became so easy to get, and I do think that we need to do more work to to put stuff out there. I think I think by them by them saying we don't need a, a permit, yes, yeah, it's it's cool to get one because it's, I mean. It's cool to get a gun because everybody wants one, but we need to get to a place where we can limit the access to it as often. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's yeah. the thing is. I, I, I agree I, with you. I, I think that we need a we need we, we need permit. I mean, hell, when I first got my first permit, it took a, it took me like a month to get it. But I'm like, yo, we need to we need to like get back to that. Yeah, let's get a little more stricter on let's get a permit. Going back to getting permit, not taking away. Okay. Okay, now I got another question for you. You know, I'm, I'm gonna stay on the politics for a little bit. Um, so, what are your what is your thoughts? Because in North Carolina and in most southern states, you could be 18 and purchase a shotgun, right? But you can't purchase a handgun. But you can be 18 to 17 and go into the military to fight for your country. Do you think that that's fair, or do you think that they should do the same with with the military? Um, now here's my thing is with the military part, um, because I, I'm not going to say that the military is bad or whatever. I, I, did, I, I don't believe in the war. That's one thing. I don't really believe in the war. Um, that's on my, my stance has been on since I was in high school. And I, I actually enlisted into the Navy when I was in high school. I, did, I didn't get in because I didn't, I didn't want to pass that test. <laughs> but <laughs> I enlisted in the Navy. And I was thinking about it back then, like I wasn't for the war. I didn't understand it. Um, I do think I understand why you got to be eighteen to get a shotgun here, because you can get shotguns at any Walmart. Um, because this is a very high um, hunting state. We we hunt deer and 
other animals and stuff. So I understand that. Um, but I think that we need to have more more guidance. I think if you're going to be 18 and get a firearm or whatever, you should have some kind of a person over the age of 21 to actually help you help you get the help you get the permission to get it. You know what I'm saying? An adult could be with you over the age of 21. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 um, you have some 18 year olds that aren't just mentally aren't prepared for the responsibility of a guy, you know. But then you have some that you know because of the military and the way they break you down and build you back up. Sometimes they can build up that mental, you know, um, ability to be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The mental capacity to be an adult. Mm-hmm. And help have the responsibility of a guy, you know. Um, what? What? Oh, is real quick, with it, if you get off it. I do think the reason why that's that they get you at eighteen and high school age is because your mind is not mentally fully developed yet. So it's easy to train you at that age range. Um, so you can become what we need you to become to fight for us. So I do think that that's why I say that when when they when a person of that age go into a store and get a hand I mean, a shotgun, they need to have an adult with them because you're mentally not developed yet to get to that place where I need to protect my home or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I do think we should have an adult because of that. Because I do think the military is the adults training the kids to get ready for war. Okay. All right. What's your um your stance on uh, computer bullying? You know, cyber bullying is big. You know, and you got some states where you know um, it's a felony if you do it. You know, do you think that that would be something that you would talk to a politician? You know, about as far as like changing the laws. And if there was, what law would you want put in place? Because you got kids. If you don't have right. kids, you got nephews, you got you got family right. members that have kids, and of course, you know, um, the bullying situation is totally different than it was when we was growing up. Bullies molded right. us, whereas today yeah. these bullies, because of the internet and everything, they um they could get to you quicker. They could bother you on the mm-hmm. computer. Before it was you had to run into them in school, you know, and I think yeah. that that's where the yeah. change and everything went. You know, so what would you what would you talk to a politician about that? Well, first thing first, man, I think that as parents, man, we gotta monitor our kids, and and I get we can't be there all the time, everywhere, all times of the day. We do gotta monitor our kids and how much they how much we put into their minds, how much we putting out there for them to access. Um, like cyberbullying is is a whole different breed, and I know that it's serious in this country. I do feel that. I don't know how to say this, man, but I, I do think we need more parental control nowadays than we ever did before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think what's different was back in our day was we couldn't access a lot. I mean, internet was around when I was a kid, but we couldn't, I mean, you couldn't go too much, unless you got one of them floppy disks. But, but, um, but back in our day, we had more parental control of everything. You know what I'm saying? I knew that I couldn't access certain things on my TV because my mom had it down or my dad had it, like, had it, had it blocked. I knew I couldn't go too far on my computer because you had to get access from an adult to do it. Um, mm-hmm. it I think that we just—it's hard. It's hard as a—I think it's hard as a politician to be like, "Look, I'm gonna shut this down for you not to do it," um, because it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's kind of hard to put a law in place unless you agree to change a the media, b uh, the internet service, and c the news. So you got to change all of that right there before we can get to a place of trying to make a law to stop something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, but um, I think speaking of bullying, I do think that if a child does say that they are being bullied to the parent, that if the child is really bothered, I think that the parents should take the child from the school because sometimes you have some kids that um, commit suicide because they're so afraid to go to school. So, I mean, yeah, you can get involved, but sometimes getting involved means taking them out of that school so they don't kill themselves. And, and, it's but nowadays of, it's kind of worse. So it's, 
it's mm-hmm. it's kind of worse nowadays though because nowadays, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to do because a lot of kids like don't take me from where I know. I don't take it from what I'm used to, even though they're going through the threats and the bullying. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, but I, then I, and it's weird because. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh no, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was just saying, but then it's like it, 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 it puts you as a parent in a weird situation. I have I have two sons. I remember I took one of my sons out of school because it was a lot of violence going on around him. And mm-hmm. and I was like I was like I wouldn't I'd be damned if I had my son go through hell just for education. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and a lot of times he didn't understand it either. He was like, he mad at us. He put you back with us, like, man, we try to enjoy <laughs> my school even though right. like even though I have this little incident I'm having this incident, I still want to go to school. So it's kind of it's kind of what we as parents sometimes we want to do all we can for our kids, but we got to try to figure out what's a common ground between how to successfully protect them, but also allow them to have a little freedom to in, to grow up. Because we are so t- this this world right now is so tight right now. There's so much going on, and we don't know how to like we want to protect them from it. But what do we do? Like what can we do? Yeah, well, yeah, I, I completely guess, um, I completely agree okay. with that. Yeah. No, I completely agree with that, man. We can't just jump in as parents and, like, remove our kids from every situation or protect them from every situation that's going to, like, build them some sort of, like, callous throughout life. Because life is hard, man, and you can't just jump in and, like, fix everything for them. So I like what you said there about finding the balance. Um, You know, if anything, that bully should get taken out. We shouldn't – I feel like if you just take the kid out of every situation where he's getting bullied, it's almost like um, teaching him to run from his problems or issues. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say if you allow it to go on, would, would, it, would we be teaching our kids that whenever you come into a situation, you can't handle run? Okay, no, but you know, now, I'm not saying no, but I'm not saying to run or uh, to teach them to run, but I'm just saying you do have some parents that um, that take that don't take them out of uh school and then they end up uh, committing suicide because uh, they can't handle the pressure of bullying. So that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But what I do want want to encourage though as parents, and it's hard to do is talk to your kids. I mean, a lot of times a a lot of times suicide in in the young adult world comes from them holding it in for so long until they can't hold it in too much. uh, much Um, Talk to your kids. Like, get a chance to get in there and Sit down with your kids because we so, I mean, we look at our kids as our kids. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we need to sit down and talk to them as adults, not as adults, as humans. Talk to them as like, look, what is going on with you? And, yeah. be, and, have, and be able to be able to open up that line of communication where where they feel like they can come to you when they're they are afraid of something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times when it comes, to, when it comes to bullying and people and kids going through it, they, it builds up in them so long today it explodes. And then we do have right. a situation where the school shootings or kids going to suicide. So I do want to, I want to, I think parents in general, let's get away from being that, yo, we are, you know, this our house will say, what, do what we say until let me speak to this kid right now. Like, look, what is going on with you right now, mentally and physically? Yeah. It's, it's, you know, that's, that's a great, that's a great solution. But these kids are so caught up in, keeping things away from their parents. I think they're a little worse than we were. We had our little secrets, but I, I think these kids are so caught up in, in hiding things that it's too late. You know, it's like, what signs do you really look for? You know, because some of these kids, you can't really, you can't really tell. You know, it's, yeah. it's you know, and, and, and that would be like, you know, if, if I was to talk to a politician, I would talk to them about that. Like, what are we going to do about, okay, we know these kids are killing themselves or whatever because of a bully. What, how are we going to address the situation with bullies? Are we going to just allow them to keep bullying? You know, and in some states, they're talking about that if the kid is charged with bullying or is the parents pick up the charge. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. I think that that's a smart idea. And it, and it teaches the parents right. to get more involved. If you have someone a criminal record, you need to talk to your child. Because every time that he gets he gets kicked out of class for bullying or whatever, your parent gets a charge. 
Well, let's keep it real. Let's do it. Before we get to that place where we can like do all of that, let's talk about the real deal that we need to talk to politicians about. Let's pay these teachers well enough so they want to deal with it. Because a lot of times they're overlooking it. Let's. We need to get these teachers. Uh, uh, we need to get more better guidance counselors in these schools, more more peer tutoring. We need people to actually be there who gives a damn about these kids, who want to actually work but, with them, who help them go through it. Okay, and I and I feel you on that. But it right. starts from home. Let's talk about the yeah. teacher in Rocky Mount, right? Where you at in North Carolina? You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. She got to that fight with that teacher because the teacher took her cell phone. Now, where does the parents not, where do we not put the responsibility on the parent on teaching their child how they should act in public? Or everybody knows the rules. You don't go behind a teacher's desk. You understand what I'm saying? You don't enter anybody's face. You understand what I'm saying? It was what was you, you step down, you step up to get beat down. That wasn't that the saying? So now we teach these kids that, yo, you do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And there's no consequences. So what? What consequences? Because everybody's trying to be friends right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's another thing. That's another thing. All these parents are trying to be friends with their kids, and I get it. I understand it. You want your child to have something different with you that you didn't have with your parents. But at the same time, you're who you are now because of your parents. You understand what I'm saying? My father played no game. My father came up to my school and beat my ass in front of my class. And I ain't never act up again. You know, it's different nowadays, though, man. It's so different with it. It's so different nowadays. I remember me and my me and my brother was talking about it one day, and um, because me, because the way my parents' style is versus my wife's is, I'm more stern. I was more stern, and I want to get more in my Mm -hmm. kids' face when they act up and they do wrong. But I realized that nowadays, Mm -hmm. we. I'm not trying to not trying to like break down these kids, but. They're not built the way we was when it comes to that back, like it was back in our day. Because that, you know that was why? a suicide they, right there, too. Yeah, but you know why? That's because they're telling these kids that if your parents hit you, call the police. You have a say now. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not saying that a kid shouldn't have a say. But at the, at the end of the day, when are you going to allow me to be a parent in my house? If you're going right. to tell me yeah. what I can do in my house, come get that little badass. You come get them and you raise <laughs> right, them right. and you deal with them. You understand what I'm saying? You 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 come mm-hmm. to my house, talk about oh you 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 know you hit the child this and the third. Okay, y'all say everything in court. Put your hand on the Bible. You swear to God and God we trust in all of this, but you neglect the fact that we need to discipline our children. That's the right. Bible. And it, it's a difference. It's a difference between uh, discipline and abuse. So that's another thing. Right. Yeah, that's true. I, but I do think we need to have a place where, like I said, that, I, I get that get back to the teaching because you have people, you have teachers who don't give a damn because they're not getting paid enough to do it. So you have the communication between the parents and teachers is out is, is not is not going to connect. You got parents who don't give a damn if the kid at home doing anything, and you got teachers who don't give a damn if the kid just if the kid at school doing anything. We got mm-hmm. to a, a, a playing ground where the parents and teachers can have an open communication, so stuff like this right here happens, the, the parent know, okay, cool, my child is acting up. I know that was my child. But then we got, you got, also got to be careful when the, you have a parent to know, okay, cool, this teacher is talking to my child, because that do happen. The teacher is talking to my child what I'm going to do. So we right. got to figure out a, a, a way that we can, A, get these teachers involved enough to care. That's the thing I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, you know, I agree totally. I, I could, I could understand everybody's argument. You know, I could understand everybody's argument on the situation. It's like, where do we get to the meeting, the, the middle part? Where do we meet each other? Because we, there got to be a, a, a meeting of the mind. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It can't be left on one and the other be neglected. We can't say, hey, the parents got to do this, but the teachers can't do this. You understand what I'm saying? But it's got to be a meeting. Because back in the days, the teacher could beat your ass. The teacher get that ruler, put your hand out, you get you get your ass whooped. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And now they're allowing these kids to whip on these teachers. Every yeah. video that you're you know, with the school, these teachers ain't taking it. These t- and these teachers ain't taking it. 
Yeah, yeah. Right. And, it, right. and it's going to get to a point where the, the, the teachers are going to walk out. They're going to say, yo, we're not getting paid enough. And then what do you do now? Yeah. What do you, what, what, right. what's the next right. step? You know, and that's my question to the, to the politicians. Like, after these teachers say, yo, enough is enough, I'm tired of seeing my coworkers, I'm tired of being attacked, I'm tired of this, I'm tired of that, and they walk out. What are we going to do with these kids? See, but they, that, I think all this still ties back into, I think all this still ties back into what we were watching in the media, though, because we are at a place now where, where everybody, it, fighting is the biggest thing to do nowadays. Let me be honest with you. You see fighting on every reality show. You fighting on every TV show. You see all this going down in, in, in real time. And I feel like these kids now, they see, these kids always, kids is always seeing more than what you led on to believe. Kids see everything. So, they're in their their minds are warped with the entertainment they're 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 viewing, so they're bringing that to school. Everything is like a reality show nowadays. The world is a re- yeah. we're, li- we're living in a big ass reality show called Earth, and it's crazy right now. We <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> we just talk about that. You know, it just seems like everything is just you know we're we're being observed to see how we're gonna react. You know, how yeah. we're gonna respond. You know, I think that they need to do is is go to some of these other countries and see what they're doing. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you something I found very interesting. I went to Japan and stayed there for about a month, right? Mm-hmm. And every night I see these kids on their bikes. I mean, kids, book bags, they mm-hmm. little uniforms and everything. And I said, yo, why are these kids out here? They was like, oh, they go, they're coming from after school or they're coming from a, a sporting event. So I said, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. They said, like, oh, they got to go to school. Then after school, they got to do some type of sport. Then they got to after school, after school. You know? And I'm mm-hmm. like, wow. And the, the dropout rate is very low. The kids are very mm-hmm. well behaved. They're, you, you know, they're taught. The reason why they want all of the kids to sport is because they teach them not everybody's a winner. This country, we teach these kids, oh, nobody's a loser. Everybody has a yeah. – you, you understand what I'm saying? You, you, what what yeah, happened to first, second, and third? You understand what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> There's no more first, <laughs> second, and third. Everybody's a winner. Everybody gets a trophy. No, you no, know, no, no. That's not how the real world works. But real, but real, talk, you know? real talk, I think that one another thing that we need to really do as, as, as a community, whether you're black, white, whatever, is step up in your community. Like – Put in place where these kids, like, put in place those organizations and those after-school programs where the kids can go to. Because we are, we're, we're so dependent on the government going to do it for us that we know damn where they ain't. Let's put on, let's, in our communities, let's help ourselves. Let's put on these events that these kids can go to. Let's put on these activities the kids can do. Like I said, I'm, a small, I'm in a small town. We had, when I first started, I had an organization called the Green Rose Foundation where I was mentoring uh uh, elementary school age kids, and mm-hmm. and they will always give me what they call the problem the problem kids, and the kids who were acting up in class, kids who were fighting, whatever. And I got a chance to talk to them and get them, and get in their head a little bit and see what they go, what they're going through. But I started doing events around the city for these kids. I started doing a skate night for the kids. I started doing like you say you know what I'm saying a movie night whatever for the for kids. Because we, they need it. We, they need to see that it's positivity in the world other than the mess we see on TV. So I do think that if you're in the community that you know one is going through hell and all this stuff, put in place stuff for the kids to do. Keep their minds yeah. preoccupied. Put do something that do something that you. I'm gonna tell you about. It. I'm I'm, I, I'm I'm the first one to say I broke his head. I don't have money like that, but I was able to talk to the skating ring myself. I'm like, look. Let's do an event for the kids. Let's let's do something like one night um, during the summer that they can just come through and have a good time. And I did that for five years in a row. And to me, it was beautiful. I didn't make no money off it like that until I got my organization uh, official. And I took that money and put it right back into doing um, doing after-school stuff for the kids and bringing supplies for the kids. But I'm just saying, we need to get back to that. If you're in the community, I think... If you're in the community, just, just get together and get together with each other and like, look, let's do this for these kids because we need to save these kids from what the hell is going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Well, Eric, I appreciate you coming yeah. on to the show, man. Yes, yes, and, we uh, enjoyed oh, really? you. 
<laughs> we definitely got to visit. We got to definitely visit your show, and we got to act up yeah. on your show. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Let me tell y'all, man. I, my show, I thought it's random. You see how y'all, I was just talking about political and stuff. Now, I bet you next week's show, man, I'll be yeah. talking about twerking. But we're going <laughs> to. We're the same way over here. Yeah. It's the same over here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, we yeah. definitely love for you to come back. Please, please invite me back. I would love to come back. Okay, yeah, definitely. All right. And maybe by that time you can spoke to a politician or two. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. And real quick, Eric, if you don't mind, go ahead and let everybody know, uh, again, one more time, the name of your podcast, where we can find you, where they can listen, how they can get in touch with you. All right, y'all. This is your favorite little big brother, Eric G. Uh, find my podcast, Random Thoughts with Eric G, on all platforms right now. Just sign on to um uh spot well, I'm already on Spotify Music. Um just sign on to Amazon Music, um, Pandora, R Heart Radio, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts. I would say damn it, you name it, I am on it. Also support my YouTube channel, Random Thoughts with Eric G. Uh, if you want to reach out to me and just have a conversation or just come on the show or whatever, uh, just reach out to me on my on Instagram, that's Random Thoughts with Eric G. On TikTok, that's with Eric G. And my Facebook page is Eric Green. Um, and also, I got also for everybody. I have a um, a karaoke night for my season finale, which is next Friday. I would love for anybody to come on. It's BYOB. Yo, I want everybody, I want everybody to be tipsy, have a good time. I don't give a damn if you can sing or not. Come on there and hum. We're gonna have a good time. Oh, that sounds fun. That sounds so fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You invited her to the party, boy. You have no idea. I want, man. I want, I want, I, man. I want you to bring your 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 lizard lick towing, your damn, your damn tipping blood so being on show, on on over, man. Yo, and speaking of speaking of tipping tip blood, tipping blood. So I know y'all asked how many seasons it was. She only had one season. Nobody else was watching. She had one season. <laughs> Yeah, see, uh, yeah, it was a, it was an in and out with her, and you know what, too, yeah. and and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go after this. Um, okay. she seemed like she wasn't there mentally. She mm-hmm. seemed like she really wasn't there. It was like they like like they had to tell her what to do and how to act, and you understand what I'm saying? She just didn't seem like she was an adult. I don't that if that makes any sense. She just seemed yeah, a little she off. She was on TV since she was a little kid. She went on TV since she was a little kid. And uh, I don't know if you ever hear that uh, Raven Simone um, talk about her experience growing up. She said that when she saw living in real life, she had she was waiting for people to tell her what to do because her whole life she, people was already telling her that. So I think that was saying oh, okay. that was that makes sense. Yeah, she was she been a sense. child a child actor, and people were telling her how she got to stay and how she got to talk. I think when she had her own real yeah. show, she didn't know how to do it. Okay, okay, that makes sense. You just made a lot of sense to that whole situation. <laughs> but, again, Eric, we appreciate you again. Yeah. And um, take it away, Yvonne. Okay. okay, well, that does it for us. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in to the show. Join us tomorrow at 10.30 p.m. Eastern time. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Later, guys. Thank <laughs> you.